And now, live from Clos de Soleil Winery in Caramillos, it's BC Food and Wine Radio with Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Our Similkameen Grape Escape is presented by Clippers Guest Suites. Nestled right in the heart of Similkameen Valley, Clippers Organics offers spacious and luxurious accommodations in Coston, BC. Now, here's Anthony and Casey. Hello, British Columbia. Our province-wide road trip continues this week. Uh, today we're in the Similkameen Valley. It's our first, it's our second grape escape of the season, and we're live from Clos de Soleil Estate Winery. Absolutely a spectacular setting. It's one of several stops that we're going to make over the next few weeks across uh, British Columbia, interviewing up to 32 or 33 wineries. Joining us now is Michael Clark. He's the winemaker, managing director, and our host today from Clos de Soleil Winery. Uh, Mike, how are you? I'm great. It's a real pleasure to have you here. Uh, it's so fantastic to be back in the Okanagan. Uh, some of the restrictions are gone. Uh, the summer has arrived uh, in a big way. Uh, you must be feeling good about all that at this point. Oh, it's a huge uh, relief for us. We've been working really hard in the winery all year, and it's all about being able to share those wines with people. So mm-hmm. to have guests back here is what we've all been waiting for. And has there been anything positive with COVID? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good question. Uh, having it gone, that's the positive <laughs> thing. <laughs> Very good. Uh, well, people are still wondering about uh, restrict, not restrictions, but like protocols and that. So, are you you're open for visitors? How does it work for a visitor? Do they should have a mask in their car? Like, what what are some of the things you would recommend? We are delighted to have visitors here now. We're open seven days a week from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. That being said, uh, COVID is still around, and so we all have to be safe. So we have a lot of protocols here to keep all of our customers and our staff safe. Mm -hmm. So people do need to bring masks, of course. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have a bunch of different types of reservations, depending if you have a long time or a short time. Uh, All the information is on our website, and uh, they can be booked there. Yeah. Uh, well, the valley looks spectacular. Uh, it's been a, quite a run now for you. Has, is the Similkameen actually developed now the way you thought it might? Because it used to be really, to be polite, a backwater. People just, you know, blazed on through to the Okanagan, but not anymore. It's changed a lot, and people have really uh, recognized the quality of the wines and the quality of the food that comes from our valley. And as you can see, it's just gorgeous here. Uh, It's really unique and different from the Okanagan Valley. It has developed, but, you know, it hasn't developed too much, and that's actually a good thing. We're really proud of the fact that it's rural and it's peaceful, it's quiet. Mm -hmm. I hope we always maintain some of that. Mm. And, Mike, where did the name Clotus Soleil come from? Well, basically it means vineyard of the sun, and in France, uh, Clos is uh, an enclosure, and for us, it's the mountainside itself, which really wraps around the back of our vineyard and gives us this really unique growing climate. Well, we're broadcasting live from the estate vineyard here at Clos de Soleil, and it just couldn't be any beautiful. It it, it looks like you can walk up there. Have you been to the top of that mountain uh, yourself, Michael? (laughs) Partway. Let's say partway. Partway. Uh, Well, uh, we're delighted to be here. Thanks for hosting us. Uh, We're going to take a quick break and come back and uh, dive in a little bit deeper into uh, what Clos de Soleil is up to. With Michael Clark, he's the winemaker and managing director here at Clos de Soleil. Plenty more to come with Mike on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Anthony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. And we'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. 
British Columbia's wine growing history dates back generations, and today it's one of the more prominent regions on the worldwide wine stage. With Save On Foods, you can find the world's largest collection in one place. With more than 1,500 wines from over 180 BC VQA wineries, the unique tastes of our province have never been more convenient. Wines of British Columbia at Save On Foods. Browse the entire collection now at saveonfoods.com and discover all the different wines our province has to offer. Red Rooster Winery invites you to visit for a sensory journey from grape to glass. Take in the sweeping vineyard, lake, and mountain views from their cozy estate on the Naramata Bench. This month, Red Rooster is featuring their award-winning 2020 Rosé, paired alongside their new charcuterie tasting created by the Okanagan's own Joy Road Catering. Seated tastings are offered seven days a week from 12 till 5 all summer. Come for the views, stay for the wine. Visit redroosterwinery.com for more info. The Cowichan region of Vancouver Island is ready to welcome you to a perfect fall getaway. Here you will discover BC's oldest craft cidery, 14 wineries, as well as breweries, distilleries, and agricultural and culinary charms like a perfumery and tea farm. A short drive from Victoria and only 10 minutes south of Nanaimo, the Cowichan region offers majestic forests, quiet beaches, farm-to-table restaurants, and tours through history that will leave even the most curious curious for more. Visit tourismcowichan.com. The modest butcher kitchen and market at Mount Boucherie Estate Winery in West Kelowna is ready for summer dining. Now featuring extended hours from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. seven days a week. Reservations are now being accepted. All COVID safety protocols are in place for your comfort and safety, as well as that of their staff. For those who would like to enjoy the modest butcher in the comfort of your own home, Modest Joe's Takeout is also available. For further information, visit modestbutcher.com. Come celebrate 10 seasons with the Wine Experience Center team at Black Hills Estate Winery. Enjoy our new releases while basking on the sunny Vineyard Terrace or become a wine club member and enjoy a wine experience in one of our private cabanas while discovering the 2019 Nota Bene. Can't make it to the Okanagan this summer? You can also join us from the comfort of your own home with one of our virtual wine tasting sets. For more information, follow us on Instagram or to reserve a tasting, visit blackhillswinery.com. And now, back to our Similkameen Grape Escape, presented by Clippers Guest Suites. Nestled right in the heart of the Similkameen Valley, Clippers Organics offers spacious and luxurious accommodations in Coston, B.C. Now, here's Anthony and Casey. We're back, and we're back on the road. This time, our Similkameen Grape Escape is live from Clotus Estate Winery. We're actually right on the estate vineyard with uh, winemaker, managing director, Michael Clark. Casey, did you you just walked over from Clippers through the vineyards. I you, did, uh, Tony. You enjoyed that little ride, well, walk. everything's organic. It's unbelievable, yeah, really. Yeah, that's my first question. To, to be me. in a valley. Yeah. Mike, uh, tell us a little bit about Clotus About uh, First of all, you're organic. Let's start with that. Why and what and how and how's that working out? Yeah, so um, the Valley's actually known as the organic farming capital of Canada. Mm-hmm. We're really proud of that. And uh, and at Clota Soleil, organics is a really uh, crucial part of how we grow grapes. All of our vineyards are certified organic or in transition. Mm. Um, for me, it's about having healthy soils 
that make healthier vines and you get grapes that actually tell the story of the place better when mm-hmm. they're grown that way. They seem to translate the story when they're better. Exactly. And I personally would rather work in an organic vineyard than a non-organic vineyard or a conventional vineyard. Oh, it's better for the planet. It's better for our customers. It's better for our workers. I feel really good about that, but it also just makes a better yeah. wine. What would you tell people about uh, about your ethos about Clotus Lay? What are you about uh, when they say what, you know, what kind of wines you make? Or what, what's your story for them? Yeah, well, uh, about everything, it's really about place. So we have these really rocky vineyards that we're looking out right now, nestled right up against the side of the mountain. Mm-hmm. And that creates a really unique uh, growing condition. So my job as winemaker is really to translate that place into the wine. So when somebody pulls the cork and pours themselves a glass, Mm -hmm. they're tasting that soil, in in a sense, in the wine. But did you choose particular grapes to do that story? Or like, what are you doing here at Clos de Soleil then? Yeah, so that's a good question. We specialize in certain grape varieties here. Most of what we do are known as the Bordeaux varieties, so Sauvignon Blanc Mm -hmm. and Merlot, Cabernet Sauvignon, Cabernet Franc, and a few others for the reds. uh, why those varieties? Well, to be honest, when you start a new vineyard, uh, you have to take a few risks and try to figure out what's going to work best for that land. And we were lucky, to be honest. You don't necessarily know what's going to work, but those varieties really do translate this place into the wine. There's a certain sense of elegance in our wines, mm-hmm. and that's coming from the land. It's not something I can add myself. Our guest is Mike Clark. He's the winemaker managing director here at Clotus Soleil Estate. You know what I noticed? Well, I noticed, actually noticed this in the washroom, that you have... (laughs) Watch out. (laughs) Large format, you have a large format bottle in there. You have so many different format size bottles. Yes. That are fabulous. Tell us why we should at least buy a magnum. Well, because they're good for a party. That's one of the big reasons, and especially with uh, COVID leaving us now and a chance to get together with friends, a magnum always looks awesome. We do uh, magnum, so they're the size of two bottles. We also do uh, three liter and six liter bottles here too. Um, They're great gifts, but also wine can age really well in those larger bottles, and we're really proud at Clos Slave how our wines can age. So you buy one of those magnums, put it in your cellar for a few years, and you'll be great. And the simple principle is there's as much air in that bottle as there is in a regular bottle. So that's why it ages slower. People always ask, well, how how does that happen? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, more or less. Uh, you brought a bottle. Let's start with that. Capella, lovely name. I love, uh, you know, people say, well, why does he call it Capella? And I say, well, because no one else can <laughs> once he's done it. So that's cool. Uh, but this is a blend. This is a Smilkameen blend. I know it's a Bordeaux exactly. blend, but it's a Smilkameen <laughs> blend. Tell us a bit about Capella. Yeah, so uh, Capella is actually the name of a star. That's what the wine is named after. But it's a blend of Sauvignon Blanc and Semillon. Uh, it's fermented and aged in barrel. Uh, we use wild ferments to do this, which means we don't add any extra yeast. Um, it's a great food wine because it has this fresh acidity. It also has a real ability to age. Mm-hmm. The one we're drinking right now has just recently been released. It's it's just delicious. so crisp. I don't know if you tried it, Casey. but I uh, did. Well, Tony, I had it at lunch, went out with Kathy oh, Malone, the winemaker at Hillside. And she served you Clos Soleil. And she, <laughs> we were at the Naramata Inn, which was wonderful, and she chose this and wine. I Where take that lunch? as a compliment. And why wasn't I at the Naramata Inn <laughs> having lunch? I know. Lunch? You were still driving. Oh, boy. That's uh, something else. Okay. Uh, the wine's delicious, by the way. Thank you. Uh, so crisp and clean. Uh, and this is cork finished, I believe, is it not? Because yes. you you also make a, a Fumé Blanc style wine uh, under screw cap with a black label. What is that about? 
Yeah, so it, both of them are, are blends of the same kind of uh, grapes, Sauvignon yeah. Blanc and Semillon, uh, but they're very different styles. People love to taste the two side by side to see how uh, the fermentation process really um, changes the final wine. Capella, the one we're having now, is wild ferment entirely in barrel, and then it's aged for a while in barrel on what we call the lees, which mm -hmm. is basically the dead yeast. Yep. Um, whereas our Fumé Blanc is fermented primarily in stainless steel. Of course, yep. uh, it, A lot cooler, and it's a lot more sort of fruit-forward. It's a great patio wine. We're sitting in the winery door, and if you look in, you see these big uh, square cubes, these concrete cubes that you've uh, had now. Uh, what about three or four vintages, I think? Or yeah, even more. Yeah, Even more. Tell us why you're, why concrete, and what, what are you doing with that? I love them. Uh, you know, I, I hope to get some more, in fact, in the future. Uh, we ferment our reds in those concrete tanks, mm -hmm. and the concrete is quite thick, and it's unlined, so it's porous. It breathes a small amount, which is actually good for the wine, and, uh, and it actually is an insulator because it's this thick concrete, mm -hmm. and it helps extract the flavors and aromas from the grape skins. What is the most uh, valuable bottle of wine that you own? <laughs> Well, I, I, I have loved wine literally since I was a kid, like a teenager. And so I've been collecting wine over that time. I have no idea what the, the bottles are worth, but I have some old bottles now that, you know, I've used a lot of self-restraint and, and haven't opened. I love French wine, so I have a lot of older bottles of French wines. Yeah. I'm saving, I'm you. actually saving your wine now because it's proven to age uh, so well. Uh, so before you go, let's talk a little bit about the Reds. Uh, you have a number of signatures, Celestial. Uh, quickly run us through the lineup of the Reds, how they, they tier up at, here at Clos de Soleil. Yeah, it's exactly what you said. It's uh, tiers. Um, the same winemaking, the same philosophy, the same care goes into all of them. Uh, but our, let's say, entry-level one, Celestial, is designed to be more approachable at a young age. It's kind of soft, uh, round, a little more fruit-forward. Mm -hmm. And I'm making that just by selecting the barrels that have those qualities. It's right. softer, rounder. Uh, then we have Signature. Uh, signature is fully um, uh, wild ferment. Uh, it's unfined. It's unfiltered. It's really a wine that's designed to be aged. It can last a decade or more easily, and it has that structure. And then our estate reserve, that's our very top-tier wine, and it comes from a single vineyard. It's the one where we're sitting on right now, which yeah. is our oldest vineyard. Yeah, which ages uh, the most. I just remember, like, at first, I really I preferred the signature over the estate, uh, but I, I didn't give it enough time. Now I understand, you know, what I need to do. But they, they're really terrific wines, and wines that would scare the hell out of people in Bordeaux, I can tell you that. My last question... <laughs> My last question, Mike, is what bottle of Clos de Soleil makes the best hostess gift? Well, you know, people will always be happy to receive a bottle of Clos de Soleil wine, I, I'm confident in saying. But you asked me about large format bottles earlier. Taking a Magnum to somebody is always going to put a smile on their face. I'll say. <laughs> Very impressive. Uh, well, Mike, thanks for hosting all of the people today. That's, uh, uh, that's really uh, good of you to do that. And uh, we, we couldn't be happier now. Like, we see so much joy in the Valley and people, you know, back in talking about wine. Wine is something that, that you make to talk about. <laughs> it's not just for drinking. You need to talk about it and, and enjoy it with your family and food. And uh, it, uh, I, I, I think you feel that, too, when you, when you see, uh, when you get back to talking to people. Oh, absolutely. It's, uh, it's something for sharing. It's all about the social aspect. Yeah. It's, it's part of a meal, as far as I'm concerned. And uh, 
So now that we're in a position where we can get together with our friends and share good food and good wine, it makes us all happy. Okay. Uh, you need to drop by Clota Soleil and share some wine with them. They're just off the Upper Bench Road here in the heart of the Similkameen Valley, uh, just outside of Carameas, between Carameas and Coston, I would say, uh, more or less. Absolutely. You're waiting for them. <laughs> we are. That was Mike Clark. He's the winemaking managing director here at Clotus Soleil Winery. Still to come, Charlie Bessler. He's a partner, viticulturalist, winemaker, GM. What doesn't Charlie do over at Corselet Estate Winery? Uh, he'll be part of our upcoming uh, day here on our Similkameen Grape Escape. Next on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, I'm Anthony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. In days of yore, thirsty travelers carry their wine in traditional Spanish wineskins known as bodas. And from that ancient tradition comes a 21st century inspiration. Introducing Boda, highly approachable, fruit-forward wines in 100% recyclable containers. With Boda Box, there's no light, no air. Boda Box keeps the elements out and the wine fresh for up to 30 days after opening for convenience you can take anywhere, anytime, even at home. Boda Box, this is how we Boda. Find out more at bodabox.com. Whether it's in the tasting room or outside on the spacious rooftop patio with a gorgeous view of Okanagan Lake, the Therapy Vineyard tasting experience is one of a kind. The tasting room is open daily, reservations required for groups of six or more. Need a little long-distance therapy? Sign up for their fully customizable wine club with 15% off therapy wine, 20% off select rates at the inn, discounted shipping, and more. Sign up today at therapyvineyards.com. It's a new normal. My husband and I want to get away. Need something to look forward to. So we decided to book a weekend away at a European wellness resort right here in BC. Plan an escape without leaving the province at Sparkling Hill Resort. Overlooking the beautiful Okanagan Valley. Relax and focus on your health and wellness at this luxury resort. Check out the immersive wellness packages available and learn more about this undiscovered gem today at sparklinghill.com. Taste the flavors of the season at Summerhill Pyramid Bistro and Wine Shop. Their heated patio is open with more space for you to dine safely. So come enjoy a menu showcasing ingredients from their on-site culinary garden. Pair your meal with a new release Summerhill wine for an extraordinary organic experience. The flavors of the season are in abundance at Summerhill Pyramid Bistro and Wine Shop. Online, summerhill.bc.ca. Experience award-winning wines on the covered patio at Tinhorn Creek Vineyards. The tasting room is open daily from 11 till 6. Elevate your experience with a black glass blind tasting. You can even add a charcuterie box. For exclusive VIP experiences, a Crush Club membership includes regular wine shipments, 15% off all purchases, early access to new releases, and admission to the Wine Club Lounge. Plus, Miradora Restaurant is open daily for indoor and outdoor dining. For details and reservations, visit tinhorn.com. And now, back to our Similkameen Grape Escape. Presented by Clippers Guest Suites. Nestled right in the heart of the Similkameen Valley, Clippers Organics offers spacious and luxurious accommodations in Coston, B.C. Now, here's Anthony and Casey. Hello, British Columbia. Welcome back to our Similkameen Valley Grape Escape. We continue at Clotus Soleil estate today one of several stops we're making across british columbia over the next four or five weeks 
catching up with 30-plus producers, and our next guest is one of them. Charlie Bessler is a partner, viticulturalist, winemaker, and GM. I don't know if there's anything else we can add to that, Charlie. At Corslet's Estate Winery here in the Similkameen. Welcome to the show. Great to have you here. Thanks, guys. Yeah, great uh, great to be here. It's so great to be here in the Similkameen, uh, which is for me is always kind of a wild, windy spot. But how, how would you describe You've come here, you've set up. Uh, what would you say about the Similkameen as someone who didn't know it? Well, very exciting region. Uh, you know, today's a perfectly calm, hot day, but you're right. Typically, this is, uh, you know, a, a gnarly, windy region, very stony, steep, mountainous walls with a gorgeous river that uh, divides it all up. Mm-hmm. And a great place to grow grapes, obviously. Great place to grow grapes and just a great place to, to be in the venture. Yeah. And, you know, it's hard to believe that because you studied environmental science to not farm. That's correct, yeah. I uh, put myself through a science degree to pursue an alternate life and but farming is just something that I do and love and so naturally we just find each other over and over again so mm. it's been 15 years in my viticultural pursuit. How would you describe uh, Corselet? What uh, if people didn't know anything about your winery what would you tell them what are you all about at Corselet? Well I mean you know having placed yourself here on the higher banks of, of the valley I mean we just love to, to continue and evolve our red wine program so mm-hmm. uh, you know Bordeaux varietals occupy most of our higher banks and uh but we're always dabbling. We're, we're venturing into new wines all the time, you know. Mm. And uh, yeah, we're we're a young family, lo- loving wines and, and loving this life. So, uh, like, are you a Cabernet Sauvignon guy or a Cabernet Franc or a Merlot guy, or what? What have you decided on uh, for a lead, or is there such a thing? Well, Merlot and Cab Franc drives kind of the, our portfolio. Yeah. We we work hard at Cab Sauv and and uh, and have some really nice uh, wines in that in that line. Yeah, Syrah, I mean, all gorgeous varietals. Pinot, we love. We, we make red wine Pinot and rosé Pinot and uh, mm-hmm. everything in between, yeah. Uh, you also make a wine that Casey and I, I, I would say that your rosé for me is one of the best three in the province. I don't know. Uh, it's one of the absolute top ones. And it's quite new, actually. I don't. You've only made a couple of vintages, I believe, or yeah. am I behind on that? Tell us about Oracle. It's such a lovely wine. Sure. Well, we've been making Oracle for uh, with Pinot and Syrah for three years. Okay. And uh, in our pursuit of of rosé, of course, we've we've had to buy and taste a lot of rosés and kind of identify what we love and and where we're trying to go and. And so, you know, Lee's uh, contact, we brought a little bit of neutral barrel ferments into last year's. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's based on 80% Pinot Noir and 20% Syrah, zero skin contact. Everything is hand-picked and delicately brought to the press where we, under inert gas, kind of bring it all to the tank to keep mm-hmm. it as fresh and as fruity as possible. And pretty. And pretty, It's yeah. very pretty, that yeah. wine. Yeah, well, we love a pretty rosé, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just like your wife, Jessie, very pretty, but also very bright yeah. and uh, comes from the north. She's a rock star, isn't she? She is a rock star, yeah. I mean, uh, this is certainly nothing that I do alone. We've got a great team, and, and Jessie uh, helps me kind of move all that align along. She's phenomenal, front of house, back of house. Uh, you know, she does it all, and she has a diverse skill set and, and uh, comes from the north, like you said. And so it, doesn't, it takes a lot to phase her. Mm. And so she's a, gr- a huge part of this, of course. Our guest is Charlie Bessler. He's the partner in uh, general. He's a winemaker and GM over at Corsola State Winery here in the Similkameen Valley. Uh, your family comes from uh, farming, long history of farming uh, in Europe. Do you feel like you're doing that here or some form of that? Or are we different kind of farmers here? Or is there an affinity between... Your homeland in, in the Smilkameen? Well, I'd say in, in the viticulture pursuit, you know, we're, we're l- much less regulated, which gives this, 
you know, a very ex- exciting opportunity. And uh, agriculture in, in Europe is heavily regulated. I mean, there's a lot of things in place that kind of mm-hmm. keep the land in a particular way. And, and of course, we're wonderful stewards of the land here in BC and in the Similkameen Valley, but we get to explore a little bit. And, uh, you know, no one tells us what we can and can't do. And, and uh, we do it in the best way possible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've heard the Swiss are a bit regulated. <laughs> Heavily. <laughs> hey, you brought a bottle which looks quite interesting to us. Uh, some people may know about Talus. Let's talk about the wine, Talus, and then we'll talk about why you brought this bottle along. Sure. So Talus the wine is, is a Meritage-inspired wine. Uh, so it's a Merlot Cap Franc dominant Cabernet Sauvignon Malbec Petit Verdot play a critical and complementing parts of the wine. Um, talus uh, is a geological term used to define what is these really steep alluvial fans in all the mountains around us here and are the parent material for the vineyards that we plant below. And so uh, Talus for us is 10 years of, of understanding our region and uh, working hard at, you know, uh, perfecting what it is that we do at Corselet. It's so there's some soul searching, of course, what we're mm-hmm. trying to express, and there's developments in vineyards and, and improvements in, in management and viticulture management and cellar management. And so we're just so thrilled to uh, to get here. You know, there's a lot of work behind this. And an improvement in the bottle label. Yeah. So, yeah, of course. So um, this is the 19 because I'm just so excited to share what is, uh, you know, a new face to it. Um, yeah. Again, it's just a, it's, it symbolizes uh, a decade of of wine pursuit here in the smoke <laughs> and you you guys created the label yourself like that's, is that a winter job at course lance oh yeah like i said we put pencil to paper and we just doodle until things start to line up and then uh yeah obviously we get digital artists to help us get it to production but uh i, I love it i mean I, this is my spare time for mm-hmm. sure <laughs> So you're organic, and are you thinking of biodynamic? Or? Well, we're we're not organic, and, and we're not certified, but we're mm-hmm. obviously you know heavily uh, passionate about. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, it makes sense to us. We we live and breathe our, our soils. Our kids run to the vineyard. Um, I guess there's so many things going on that uh, the, the certification is kind of the least of my concerns. You know. Uh, uh, we, we're very comfortable and love our lands and, and uh, approach every vine accordingly. Yeah. Tell us a bit about the visitor experience because everybody has some sort of visitor experience they're, they're sure. pitching. What, what is it like at Corselets? Well, you know, I mean, you put yourself here and uh, it's, it's a really gnarly stony site. And so the, the ambiance is that is a little bit of this rugged valley. Uh, our tasting room experience, of course, is certainly, you know, four and a half star. We love to greet our guests with all the, the courtesies and the formalities that come with, with wine. And, but it's, it's fun. It's supposed to be fun. We take our guests through five, six wines and uh, have them up on the, on the paste, uh, tasting room deck. And, of course, they see Jessie there the most because she's much nicer than me. <laughs> and, uh, and often people come just to see Jessie, and, uh, and that's okay, too. Mm. So. And when I was up there, there was a golf hole there. Yeah, we do a little bit of golf. You, you still know, do that off well, the deck? You know, it's grown in a little bit right now, Casey. And with protocols that we've had in place, it's been difficult to kind of do the above and beyond. But um, yes. yeah, it's uh, we try to bring a little bit of fun to the farm because it's a busy place. We don't always get to leave. <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw a lot of fun because you have twins. We have twin kids, yeah. Well, that's what we've got a pool up here now, so they're not screaming and splashing around. But uh, <laughs> Great. Yeah, they're, they're all right. They're doing great. So it seems like it's all working out to plan. Or, uh, are there th- things now you're thinking about down the road for Corselets or in the future, or you just have enough to handle? Or? Uh, we've always got a lot of projects on the go. Yeah, we're yeah. going to keep going. I'm, I'm a young guy, and I'm not too tired, and so, you know, we're yeah. going to keep going. Uh, you know, certainly more more pursuits in, in uh, vineyard development. We've got our K-Vista project, which is 
above that that uh, cliffside here. That's going to probably take me a couple years to wrap up, and mm-hmm. always things on the go for sure. Yeah. yeah. What are you going to plant next? Uh, probably pinot up there because I don't want to fight the bears in October. <laughs> that's uh, that's realistically the 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 problem up there yeah, yeah. i don't want to fight the bears in yeah. october Th- that's like such the, that's the best <laughs> call line ever for a bc winery yeah we want to yeah. want to get that down and safe and uh not fight the bears we've got lots of other stuff below to work with too yeah, yeah. well you're doing a great job over there and uh i really like the way that you've rolled out your wines they have they have sort of a special quality about them that that you know you've started out on the right track at the right level and for people who are interested in in discovering what the semilkamine tastes like, I think you're you're on track. Like they are here at Clos de Soleil to actually, you know, somehow express the place in the wine and be different. And I think that's, you know, that's the greatest thing you can do in the wine business is be who you are. And uh, uh, maybe those kids will follow you. <laughs> maybe. What do you think? Maybe. maybe. Well, they don't listen to me now, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what it'll be like. Well, I could say that too, but it's not my kids. Who, yeah, never mind. We'll, uh, <laughs> Yeah, Charlie, so great to catch up with you and uh, to have a, a sneak preview of the 2019 Talus. You can buy the 2018. The new label will be out on the 19. Uh, yeah, in the in fall. Another, yeah. In the fall. Yeah, it goes out to our wine club yeah. first, and uh, you know it gets chewed up pretty quick through through that avenue. But certainly, we're going to keep it for for others as well. Yeah. Right. But if you're listening out there, really pick up a bottle of Corselet's Oracle uh, Rosé. You won't be disappointed. Uh, it'll change the way you think about Rosé, which is uh, always a good thing. Uh, when you're selling wine. Thanks so much. Great. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Great to be here. That was Charlie Bessler from Corselet's Estate Winery. Still plenty more to come on the show. Michael Dow will join us. He's a farmer, vintner, owner of Liber Farms here on the Simil- in the Similkameen Valley as well. You're listening to our Grape Escape, hosted by Clota Soleil Estate Winery on the Estate Winery just below the mountains. Casey, it's just incredible that we can do a show in a spot like this. Outstanding. Outstanding. I'm Anthony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. British Columbia's wine growing history dates back generations, and today it's one of the more prominent regions on the worldwide wine stage. With Save On Foods, you can find the world's largest collection in one place. With more than 1,500 wines from over 180 BC VQA wineries, the unique tastes of our province have never been more convenient. Wines of British Columbia at Save On Foods. Browse the entire collection now at saveonfoods.com and discover all the different wines our province has to offer. Hi, I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. And this week's show comes to you from Clota Soleil Estate Winery in the beautiful Similkameen Valley. Casey, what a setup at Clipper Guest Suites where we are here, like in the heart of the vineyard in the valley. And I can't wait to get to Roll 14 Restaurant for their brick chicken. Well, you can. a lot of people know them because uh, they've been in the markets around Vancouver for a long time, but now you can buy on site here the fresh fruits and vegetables, whatever's in season, lots going on at the moment. And, of course, the restaurant is, is uh, well, already world acclaim, row 14. Just take the lower road, Highway 3, head along there till you get into the Smilkameen Valley, look for the row 14 sign, very easy to see, and uh, you will have an experience uh, that no one else has. And you know what? Bring a bike. You can cycle around here. Everything's close by, all the wineries. It's fantastic. I'll see you, Casey. I'm going to go and pick some asparagus. And I'm going to go and eat greener. All right, and if you want a sweet, check out clippersorganic.com. In days of yore, thirsty travelers carry their wine in traditional Spanish wineskins known as bodas. And from that ancient tradition comes a 21st century inspiration. 
Introducing Boda, highly approachable fruit-forward wines in 100% recyclable containers. With Boda Box, there's no light, no air. Boda Box keeps the elements out and the wine fresh for up to 30 days after opening for convenience you can take anywhere, anytime, even at home. Boda Box, this is how we Boda. Find out more at bodabox.com. Hillside Winery is here to serve you, BC. We're offering free shipping across the province on all orders of six bottles or more. Let Hillside deliver direct to your doorstep and give you one less thing to tick off your shopping list. If you're a local, ordering online for pickup is easy and hassle-free. Hillside will happily box up your wines and have them ready and waiting for you. We want to make getting your favorite Hillside wines easy. Find us online at hillsidewinery.ca. And now, back to our Similkameen Grape Escape, presented by Clippers Guest Suites. Nestled right in the heart of the Similkameen Valley, Clippers Organics offers spacious and luxurious accommodations in Coston, B.C. Now, here's Anthony and Casey. Welcome back, folks. Hello to everybody across British Columbia. Our summer tour continues this time in the Similkameen Valley. Our next guest joins us from just down the road. Michael Dowell is a farmer, a vintner, and an owner of Liber Farms. I don't know which. What's the best order for that? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it changes day to day. That's for sure. Hour to hour. <laughs> Uh, welcome to the show. Great to see you. Last time we talked to you, you were uh, just really getting going, and now you're just really getting going, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'm going. I'm just uh, going somewhere. It's yeah. uh, It's been uh, yeah, it's been an interesting five years, going on to our six, so but, yeah. uh, we is, feel like we're it, going somewhere. Is it everything you thought it wouldn't be? Or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the bank account definitely is uh, not what I thought it would be, but that's just what it is, so... Yeah, but, yeah. But you're hanging in. That, that's the point, I think, and uh, you'll make it uh, only because your wines are good too. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's I guess the the, the driving force behind it is um, you know every time we're kind of like oh man what would we get ourselves into we get a, an email or a comment on our wines and it really just makes us kind of give us that little bolt of energy to to keep going. So mm-hmm. yeah. there's a lot to learn in the business. Eh? That's just. It looks like something until you get into it, and then it's something completely else, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's like when you drink a bottle, you think it's so nice and fruity or whatever, and then yeah. you don't really know what goes into it. So that's uh, yeah, yeah, learning process. Uh, you chose the Similkameen uh, to you know to start. Why did you choose the Similkameen? Price. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you know we we were looking for something, I guess. Um, to kind of just really immerse ourselves in and not be distracted. And mm-hmm. I think the Similkameen offered us that, um, you know, kind of our place at the bottom of the valley. Um, just really, there was really no distractions, as I said, that uh, allowed us to kind of get off our, or what we wanted to try to achieve. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well as, you know, partnering with some of the people we did early on. Um, and, and the wine and the ability to make really, really top quality wine, I think, was... Uh, was an, the number one attraction yeah and um and just this valley has special powers like you know w- you know when we were part of the association you know everybody in that association is making the best wine they can and you don't really you know you go to some other places in the valley okanagan valley and you kind of come across those wineries where you kind of go mm, 
but here, you know, I think you can you can honestly say every every winery is is, is doing the best they can and, and making really really good wine. Yeah. And yours is one of the oldest organic farms in the yeah yeah 1962 area. I believe yeah so the, the original owner subdivided it and uh, we bought uh, the one division and the, and the original division is still there so yeah being organic was another attraction for us for sure as well so is being organic is it a question of ethics or taste? I guess it's a little bit of both. Uh, for us, it's, um, you know, we have a young family and just knowing that we're, you know, we're trying to leave the, I guess, the, the plot in a better position than it, we acquired it. Um, there are standards you must meet so that that, you know, holds us to task, which, which we have no problem with doing. Nice. Um, in terms of taste, I think, you know, recently there's been more and more uh, articles uh, speaking to that. And I believe organic wines, um, you know, most of the time score a little bit better. Uh, my palate's not that good enough yet, but, um, you know, uh, I think winemaking is very organic regardless. But, um, you know, for us, it's, it's just the way we do things. Uh, for people who don't know Liber, then why don't we just talk a little bit about what you're doing, what you're producing, what, what's the goal there? And if people drop by to visit you, what, what are some of the things they're going to see? Um, well, number one, organic wine. That's kind of our, our, you know, something we like to hang our hat on. Yep. Um, with our home plot, we have Chardonnay and Merlot, so we make uh, four wines. Uh, for, for actually five organic wines with that. Two great varieties, by the way, and, <laughs> yeah. and the largest planted and largest yes. selling around the world. So yeah. you started out in the right direction, let me tell you. Yeah, yeah, no, and we, and we like to make, uh, you know, so we make, uh, you know, I know your favorite, Tony, an oak chardonnay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll give you a tip. Just don't call it an oak. Yes, I know. And then yeah. it's super hip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. we make our two styles of chardonnay, um, and then we make our rosé with our uh, Merlot, and then we make a two, two uh, lines mm. of Merlot as well. So so, um, you know, that's, I think that's what we kind of like to, to really, um, you know, pump our tires on is, is our organic. And you're focused. Yeah. You know, that's great. Yeah. Certified organic wine as well. Is it recently got our, our winery certified organic. So that's been uh, another nice uh, feather can, in our cap. Yeah. Can you quickly tell people what the difference, like a certified organic winery versus organic wine growing? Um, well, number one, you got to use certified organic grapes. Yeah. Um, with with the association that we use, so unless you don't, you know, unless if you don't have certified organic grapes, you can't make certified organic wine. So we go with packs. Mm -hmm. So again, same with the farming side of things, we have to follow certain guidelines, keep the SO2s down, um, do certain things um, that we were already doing. So it was an easy transition for us. It's that's a lot more fantastic. paperwork. It's yeah. a lot more paperwork. That's for sure. We had a surprise audit, and you know, there were some things that you know, you just kind of like, surprised okay. you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> surprises for sure. But uh, it's a lot of record keeping and just making sure you're doing the things that you say you're going yeah. to. Uh, do you know how many people have organic, grow organically and have an organically certified winery in BC? Because it can't be very many. Oh, there's more and more. I think every yeah. year it's growing. You know, Summerhill was, I think, one of the first. Yeah, of course. You know, yes. they're, they're, very, um, they're very in the forefront to that. Um, you know, in this area, I know Robin Ridge is doing it. Uh, yep. Forbidden Fruit is doing it, uh, certified organic as well. Yeah. Um, you know, and more and more coming on every year, that's for sure. Okay, you brought the Grand Estate Reserve Chardonnay 2017. What would you like to tell people about this wine? Uh, Other than it tastes delicious yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, it's just a really, really nice uh, for us. You know, we get such a, um, I guess, balanced style of Chardonnay being on the river. Um, you know, we get those hot days, but it, uh, during the day we get a nice cool down, or sorry, when the sun sets, we get that nice river air that comes in and cools down the Chardonnay block. Really allows us to, again, get that balanced Chardonnay nice levels uh, typically you know our alcohol is a little higher than we like but yeah that's what we do it's we just uh, take a little bit out 
It smells a bit like the river. Yeah. I like it. Like <laughs> yes. it's very fresh and, and mineral, uh, yeah. stony, all that going on. For and sure. And the oak is well done. Very yeah. well done. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, we're pretty happy with it. Yeah, you should be. Uh, so uh, you got some news too. You you've expanded a little bit. You went across the the hill into the <laughs> South Okanagan into the deep dark. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm getting some some no, looks you're here not. on the enemy in, air, in enemy territory no, here. No, just you, joking. You have to do what you do. <laughs> Tell us a bit about what what people can see because I saw the sign for the first time just the other day when I was yeah, driving. By. Yeah, yeah. So where is where is this spot? Yeah. So we uh, through the past year with COVID and stuff, we we kind of just had to re reorganize and do some things, and uh, we came to the realization that we just needed to more kind of um, higher profile tasting area. So mm-hmm. we found a, uh, a property in a Soyuz, uh, which used to be a cidery, uh, Festino cidery. So we, we purchased that property and transferred the license. So now we have two winery licenses, but our main tasting operations are going to be in a Soyuz. And um, being on that highway definitely has uh, opened our eyes as we're getting more direct to consumer sales, um, being able to tell our story about our wine to more people. Yeah. Um, but you're just above La Stella or in, in that, yeah, that's correct. that yeah. area? Yeah, we're just yeah. above La Stella. So if you're heading from Asoyas, you would, you know, before La Stella, you would see us and then you would take a yeah. right to La Stella. So, yeah. yeah. So, so that's COVID fantastic. really focused you to take a look at Yeah, for sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like last year, we were, we were contemplating opening the tasting room, but we just couldn't make the math work, to, you know, based on our previous years of tasting room um, yeah. sales. And, um, and so we just kind of came to realization we're going to go for it. So that's what we did. You that's think people great. understand what you're doing, support you, because you're a little guy, you sell direct, you can't really afford to have a distributor and do all that kind of stuff. They've got to come and get the wine from you or buy it online. Do you, do you feel that in your customers, that kind of support? Or uh, or is it, look, if this wine is good, I'm buying it, and otherwise I'm out of here? Sort you of know, thing? I think that every customer is different. Uh, there's definitely ones that... that um, give us that feedback that part of the reason that they enjoy our wine so much is the story that we have to tell them yeah. and that's great um but when we're on the shelf up against somebody else you know sometimes our label wins it sometimes our price doesn't yes. so it's all you know everybody's different but uh but again you know as i said earlier um it's those comments that definitely drive us and keep us going and that make us uh feel good about what we're doing mm-hmm. uh well, it was fantastic to taste the 2017. Now, they can buy that uh, direct online or yep. drop by the winery uh, or the tasting room and pick it up there. Yep. Uh, so people should do that. Liber Farms, we're, we're tasting the, the Grand Estate Chardonnay 2017. Uh, plenty more to taste at the, at the new tasting room. Uh, and uh, get going. Uh, th- this is a name you're going to hear more and more of in uh, British Columbia. Lovely, clean, fresh, organic wines. I mean, come on. And the guy was up at 4 a.m. picking cherries <laughs> today. No, and I can't wait, he, no, wait to he, taste the rosé. Oh, I thought, you're gonna, rose. I thought you were going to say the cherries. But oh, yeah, yeah. we're going to go out to his <laughs> truck now and get some. Yeah. <laughs> well, it might be the last year for the cherries because I'll tell you, I'm, I'm getting sick of picking them at 4 in the morning. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> Michael Dow, thanks so much for joining us. Thank uh, you. Farmer, vintner, owner of Liber Farms. There's still more to come on the show. John Weber, he's the owner and winemaker at Orofino Vineyards just down the road from Clotus Soleil here on the Upper Bench. Uh, he's joining us on our Similkameen Valley Grape Escape. Next on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, I'm Anthony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Save on Foods.
Casual modern dining, exceptional Okanagan flavor. Introducing the most anticipated new eatery in the valley, 15 Park Bistro at Watermark Beach Resort in Osuyus. Chef Nick Atkins and his team are ready to create an unforgettable dining experience for you, utilizing fresh local ingredients. 15 Park Bistro's lakeside patio with its unmatched views of Lake Osuyus is now open. Indoor dining available as well. For reservations and more, including full takeout menu options, visit 15parkbistro.com. Bold. Award-winning. Discover Gold. Our tasting room at Gold Hill Winery is open and ready to welcome everyone. Come explore our beautiful vineyard and reserve your unique and personal tasting of our exclusive small lot favorites. We can't wait to see you again and share our passion. Discover Gold. Gold Hill Winery on the beautiful Golden Mile Bench in Oliver. Online, goldhillwinery.com. Clos de Soleil Winery knows that the best wines keep it simple. It's all about the grapes and the place where they are grown. Minimal handling, minimal intervention, maximum beauty in the bottle. Nestled in a sunny, stony corner of BC's Similkameen Valley, Clos de Soleil produces wines that blend the best of Bordeaux varieties with their unique terroir. The result? Wines that are elegant and effortlessly special. Tastings by appointment or buy online at clodesoleil.ca. Free shipping to BC and Alberta on orders of six or more bottles. In days of yore, thirsty travelers carry their wine in traditional Spanish wineskins known as bodas. And from that ancient tradition comes a 21st century inspiration. Introducing Boda, highly approachable, fruit-forward wines in 100% recyclable containers. With Boda Box, there's no light, no air. Boda Box keeps the elements out and the wine fresh for up to 30 days after opening for convenience you can take anywhere, anytime, even at home. Boda Box, this is how we Boda. Find out more at BodaBox.com. Overlooking a beautiful 12-acre vineyard in the heart of the Cowichan Valley, the Unsworth Restaurant welcomes you to get away from it all. Enjoy a delectable menu and award-winning wines. In our dining room or outdoor patio, Unsworth Restaurant, vineyard dining where casual meets elegant. You can find Unsworth wines across BC, Look for us at your local liquor store. Visit unsworthvineyards.com. And now, back to our Similkameen Grape Escape. Presented by Clippers Guest Suites. Nestled right in the heart of the Similkameen Valley, Clippers Organics offers spacious and luxurious accommodations in Coston, B.C. Now, here's Anthony and Casey. Hello, British Columbia. It's our Similkameen Valley Grape Escape live from Clota Soleil Estate Winery here in the heart of the Similkameen Valley. Uh, one of several stops we're making this summer uh, interviewing British Columbia wine producers. Joining us next is John Weber. Uh, he's a lifer, he's a long-timer, and he's the owner and winemaker at Orofino Vineyards. Can you remember the first day you started, John? Did you... <laughs> Uh, yeah, v- vividly. <laughs> vividly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it start. I mean, the whole the whole thing started out as as just a vineyard. Yeah. Uh, we, we purchased a vineyard when we moved out from Saskatchewan, and I'd actually never sat on a tractor before in my <laughs> life, and I all of a sudden owned one. Wow. So yeah, it was uh, like it was yesterday, but it was two thousand one. Two thousand one. So it's twenty years ago, two that's, decades. That's right. yeah. And you were a high school teacher. Yeah, I was a high school teacher. My wife Virginia's a nurse, uh, an RN, and uh, just chose to change it up. If we were thinking about okay, if we're going to change change up where we were and what we were doing, what what would it be? And 
farming, growing something was uh, interesting to us. And, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, long story short, we drew, drove out here in, in the fall of 2000 yep. and uh, and saw this property and, and bought it that weekend and then moved out like five months later to start yeah. pruning. So. Wow. And you, uh, so you became a farmer, but now you're, you're an expert in, in multi-small <laughs> sites and terroirs. So that w- did that yeah. develop over time or did you understand yeah. quickly that it had to be that way or um well i think like the original plan was just to run off of our six acres on the cost and bench there yep and uh and then just opportunities start to started to come you know like we were looking at maybe making a little bit more wine first of all but then we started to meet meet a few people who had some cool little sites and small lots of this and this this area is a little different here and that's a little different there and and then it started to become like a bit of an, a little obsession to me because <laughs> I started I started to, to take grapes from all over the valley. Like it's yeah. only like 25 kilometer long stretch here, right? But yes. there's so many little micro climates and terroirs here that it's it's pretty fun to to see what does well mm-hmm. where. And uh, yeah, over the years we've we've made wine from one end to the other. And then you, you had to build a winery at one point. And yeah. you did it without cement, which was kind of cool. We yeah. all thought that was an interesting well, thing. Tell us about that. Well, there's, uh, well, that's cement stucco on top of straw bales. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, there's like 890 straw bales in our buildings, like our original buildings. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it worked out actually really well. We it's very insulative. Uh, you know, solar pot. We've got solar panels on it now, and mm. and uh, it's easy to keep cool. Uh, and um, the design is pretty interesting and quite unique. People who don't know Orofino, what's your ethos? What would you say if they come by to visit you? What, what are you all about? Well, I think you probably find that our our wines kind of are are pretty honest wines. We we don't make a lot of uh, we don't mess around with it too 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 much. We like to talk about the the land a lot, mm-hmm. and um, and just try to express the Similkameen terroir, mm-hmm. and um. And the varieties, uh, or what you want, yeah, uh, what you're making. Or? Yeah, yeah, we've got um, we've got it pretty much dialed in. Um, you know, there's a little bit that comes and goes every year, and, and that again is just something that, like, if I get an opportunity to do something that's kind of fun, mm-hmm. I'll jump at it and and uh, and and try it out and see what happens, and and maybe it sticks, maybe it doesn't. It's a, it's just kind of um, we, you you can come to our place and 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 get an opportunity to 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 have a. A, a good conversation with somebody who knows a lot about our wines and our valley and um you know their our, our staff is very knowledgeable and, and mm. it has it has show, covid yeah. made that a better conversation yeah you know it's of course it's changed everything for everybody um and um but we think for the better it's just uh our our staff is able to uh to sit with somebody for five minutes and or sorry for 30 minutes and and get a one-on-one with with somebody who can talk through the wines with them and 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 our beautiful courtyard underneath the almond trees and hmm. it's just a really great experience there's no more uh elbow to elbow along uh, the the bar and right. i think it's just a everybody's laughing and smiling and uh really kicking back and enjoying the smoking vibe i think it's really good back, back to varietals hmm. um excuse me tony uh just getting back to varietals is there a varietal in the Okanagan that you would pull out? In the Okanagan, some <laughs> uh, in the Okanagan um, uh, slash some milkamine, um that I would pull out. 
Um, I'm not a big fan of Pinot Gris, but man, there's a lot of it. <laughs> 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 <So laughs> Tony, what do you think of that answer? Can we talk about Pinot well, Gris? <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, well, I don't want to get into it, but yeah. I can tell you there's a <laughs> sensational Pinot Gris that's growing not far from yeah. you. Oh, I know. Uh, so you got to be careful. They're I not know. all the hey, same, but yeah. I know people, I know. And and you know what? This year we've got a Pinot Gris in the, in the portfolio, so. <laughs> wow, you yeah. see? I know. I just shook. That just shook me up. Listen. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to answer my own question. Riesling. Sure. Yeah. You got a bunch of Rieslings. Oh my yeah. God. The, yeah. the the the, yeah. the new selection of Rieslings is re- re- just redonkulous. People who love Riesling Thank would you. just should just be overjoyed to tr- come by and taste those. Uh, Gamay, mm-hmm. uh, Cab Franc. Come mm-hmm. on, you, you, uh, Pinot. You, you have yeah. really explored these varieties at, at Orofino. Yeah, I think like the the style is very. Uh, yeah, it's pretty consistent, and it's l- likely more about fresh and low alcohol than b- heavy-handedness. Yeah. Um, gamay, our gamay is a pretty tasty drop. Uh, the Syrah that we're growing, too, I think, in the Sinocamine Valley wow. is really killer. Sensational. Yeah. Well, let's talk about this because this sure. is so delicious for a, <laughs> for a warm summer day. This Gamay Bubble 2020. Yeah. Uh, will there be any left by uh, August? or it's? Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, it's a, it's a fun one. It's the second year we've done this. It's... Uh, it's it's part of our few and far between uh, series, which is just a small little bit of uh, a bubble that you can find at our at our tasting room, largely. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a single vineyard gamay that's naturally fermented, zero dosage, uh, zero fining, and uh, yeah, just released. You know, like it did 160 cases or something like that. Well, it's fantastic, the nose, Casey. I know, it's, it's like beautiful and a great yeah. label. Yeah, it's a pretty little label uh, put together by one of our staff members who's a terrific artist. Mm. And uh, the whole series has one of her uh, unique and uh, unique mm. pieces of work on it. And you make magnums and also half bottles. I love to hear about half bottles. Uh, it's um, great when well you can try a couple of different wines at dinner. Yeah, w- we don't do any wines in half bottles. We've done a vermouth this year under okay. the same few and far between thing, which is kind of fun. And again, that's just at our, t- at our tasting room. But um, we've always done magnums right back till I think 08 was the first year we started doing doing them. So um, the Bo- you know our big Bordeaux blends, uh, Redbridge and 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 Beleza, um, always gets into into it, and then the Cab as well, the Passion Pit Cab. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of what we are do. You, are you still doing the pizza thing, or is that just for? Uh, well, we would be if, if COVID wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. it's it's yeah. pretty much yeah. gone. So maybe we'll yeah. come back, or for sure, we we we've, we've been doing this uh, this farm uh, farm series uh, dinners uh, yeah. last couple of years. It's just been really great. Um, largely, club members get to go, but. Uh, um, that's uh, that's one of our signature things, yeah. We've been talking with John Weber. John, w- anything new on the horizon at Orofino we should know about or looking da- ahead well, a bit? I think the last Decade time... three? Yeah, the last time we talked, uh, we were walking around the Passion Pit Vineyard. Yeah. That uh, is, a new, is a fairly new purchase for us, and this year will we'll be our first crop off the younger vines. We've always done a Passion Pit uh, cab for, like, since 2009. Yep. But we've bought that 10, eight, 10 and a half acres and planted it to Syrah and Cab, so... Though that site, which could be maybe the hottest site in Canada, mm. um, on rocks for the most part, wow. uh, it's it's super exciting. We're 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 into it. I have one more quickly, question. quickly, quickly. <laughs> Speaking of passion, is yeah. there another region where you would like to make wine? Oh, I think the I, th- I don't know. There's got to be some little region in 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 France. I'd be uh, I'd be l- I'd love to live in France and make wine and mm. make no money. 
And yes, exactly. <laughs> Instead of living in BC yeah, and making it, no money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would be it would be pretty romantic, I think, and and uh, I'd love to live like say the Loire would be pretty cool. It would be. Yeah, John, thanks so much for joining us today. Passion Pit Vineyard, by the way, was a hangout for Similkameen young people forever. Yeah, it's got for a great decades, history. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's it for today's show, folks. Uh, we couldn't have been happier to be here in the Similkameen Valley. You have to come here. Uh, just veer off to the right and take that lower road and uh, set your sights on uh, Coston, and you will love it uh, and Karameas. That's it. Uh, British Columbia wide. Our Grape Escape Tour continues next week. We're heading to Vancouver Island. We're going to stop at Enrico Estate, so tune in for that. Uh, Casey, it's been great with you today. Thanks to everybody here at uh, Clos Soleil, Mike Clark. Nisa Hetherington in the studio, Mike Whittingham, our director here for joining us on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Have a great weekend and stay safe. That's it for today's show. Tune in again next week for Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. BC Food and Wine Radio is a TKS West production. Executive producer, Casey Wilson.